conquer. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor, ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Lagos. It's important for us to understand that wisdom is critical. Our information is critical for our journey into relationship. Whether you are married, or you are yet to marry, or you are contemplating marry, marrying someone one day, or you fantasize about marriage, Whichever way you look at it, you need to have an understanding of how things are done. First of all, open your Bibles with me to the book of Ruth chapter number 3. My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now, Boaz, whose young women you were with, is he not our relative? In fact, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, Wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on your best garments and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies. And you shall go in, uncover his feet and lie down. And he will tell you what you should do. And she said to her, All that you say to me, I will do. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law instructed. And after Boaz had eaten and drank and his heart was cheerful, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain and she came softly, uncovered his feet and lay down and turned himself and there a woman was lying at his feet. And he said, who are you? So she answered, I am Ruth, your maid servant. Take your maid servant under your wing, for you are a close relative. And he said, Blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, in that you did not go after young men, whether poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request. For all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Now, it is true that I am a close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Stay this night, and in the morning it shall be that if he will perform the duty of a close relative for you, good, let him do it. But if he does not want to perform the duty for you, then I will perform the duty for you. As the Lord lives, lie down until morning. So she lay at his feet until morning. And she arose before one could recognize another. And he said, do not let be, do not let it be known that the woman came to the threshing floor. Also he said, bring the, sh- the shawl that is on you and hold it. And when she held it, he measured six ephes of barley and laid it on her. Then she went into the city and she came to her mother-in-law. She said, 
is that you, my daughter? Then she said, then she, she told her all that the man had done for her. And she said, this is Ephes of Bali he gave me. For he said to me, do not go empty-handed to your mother-in-law. Then she said, sit still, my daughter, until you know how the matter will turn out. For the man will not rest until he has concluded the matter this day. Amen. I'm sharing with you shortly on the commandments of relationship. Commandments simply means instructions or guidelines or something for you to be able to follow and to obey and to be able to practice. So God gave us a commandment. That means in the commandment of God are things stipulated that when we do them, he said we should obey it and when we do it, the blessings will follow us. In other words, when we intend practice it or we make use of it, we will get the results. So commandments instruct us, shows us what to do. That when we do it, we will get the results we are looking for. For every marital relation, for any relation you are going to go into, which is will end up in a marriage, or for you already to be in a marriage, there is some commandment you need to be able to understand. The first commandment you need to understand from what I have read from the book of Ruth, chapter number 3, is a commandment of guidance. Is a commandment of guidance. You need to be guided before you enter into any relationship or marriage. Don't ever think that because you are of age, you qualify to marry. Or because you have material things, be it car, a house, a good salary, and um, exposure, you qualify automatically to be in marriage. I'll be addressing both those going to it and those already in it. The irony and the, and the challenge we are getting nowadays is that People think that once I am growing, I qualify to marry. So you can hear people saying that, oh, this day I'm growing, so at this, I need to marry at this age. And some people even set age targets when they want to marry. Maybe at this, I want to marry so that it can be like this and all that. It's good. It's good. It's good for you to plan all those things. But you see, Planning with age and planning with maybe I'm waiting to get work to do. When I get work, then I can marry. Or I want to get this money in my account before I can get married. Or I want to, unless I buy my first car, then I can, I know that now I'm qualified to marry. As I say, so I want to finish with my PhD first before I think of marriage. Or I want to finish with my degree and all those. So we give ourselves targets of things we want to do before, when we are able to do it before we get married. Those things are good because of course, it's just for you to guide you of what you want to do in life. But however, when it comes to the issue critically, if you settle, let me put it that way, and you decide that you want to now go into the marriage proper, after you have your, your target or your, your achievements and whatever has come, before you take a decision to settle down, you need to be guided. A lot of people are in marriage today, they were not guided. So they entered into it before they started to understand. If God did not help you, your learning process will be a challenge. You can end up divorcing for a marriage that is supposed to have been everlasting. Just because you didn't receive the right guidance. The right instructions. What is supposed to... There are people who can spend so many months, even years, planning for just an event which is the marriage. 
That is a wedding day. And they can carefully think of what dress they want to have, what car they want to, who's, I mean, who should be the hairdresser, who should even take care of their makeup, and where the shoe should come from, and all the, and these days, it is fun. And you can see a whole lot of tail and trailer or whatever you can call it. Just going for one moment of something that is supposed to last them a long, a lifetime. And they enter into it, spend all these monies, have the pageantry and all those things without guidance. Because they don't even think that it is necessary to even have counseling. Because in the counseling room, that is where you are guided. You are instructed what marriage is all about. What is expected of you in the marriage. What you should do and what you should not do. Because having a PhD or having a degree is not a qualification that you can marry. Am I talking to somebody here? Or being at a ripe age is not a qualification for marriage. Having money in your pocket does not qualify you to be, to say you can marry. Marry is a lifetime business and a serious one at that. If you are not ready, don't step into it because it is a work. Somebody say work. It is a lifetime work that there is no retirement. And you have to understand it. You would have to work at it every day. Every night. All the rest of your days in life. The reason why we are finding the divorce cases or the divorce issues that is going on is that people think marriage is fun. So they entered into the marriage thinking of having fun. Thinking of having not to worry again. Paradise. Enjoy. Be happy. Everything will be alright. I close my eyes and I open. And everything is fine. It is a lie. Marriage is an arena of solving problems. Anything you see in movies are fictions. So if you think that they sing for somebody 24 hours and think in a marriage, the man will have time to sing for you. In the beginning, they will have time. But when you marry and you settle and you are all at your work, you see who will have time to sing for who. When children come in, it's a different ball game altogether. Here, Naomi played the part of guiding roots. And this is what she said. Say, my daughter, shall I not seek security for you? That it may be well with you. Now, Boaz. Naomi was so particular about the choice of her words. And show Ruth exactly what to follow as far as the commandment of relationship is concerned. And the one I'm saying is what? You need what? Guidance. Say guidance. So anytime you think of marrying, first of all, engage somebody who has already been married or who is in marriage. Find out from the person. How is marriage like? When you visit your marriage couple friend, don't only think about gossiping about people because you are intending to marry tomorrow. Ask him or her. So how is marriage all like? What have you learned so far in your marriage? Enquire. Let them tell you what they, some of the things they will tell you might be a bitter experience of theirs. That they are trying to sow a seed. But at least you have learned something. Amen. Find books that informs and instructs you on marital relationship. Most of us don't read. And we don't even know where to find what. 
Go into the Bible. Look for scriptures. That talks about marriage and relationship. Read them as a Christian. It's important. You are preparing yourself for a journey that will last the rest of your life. Is it not important for you to spend time on it? A journey that can make or kill you. How many of you know that marriage can make you or, or destroy you? And you will take it for granted without preparing for it and you think you don't need instructions in that area and rather you are thinking of how you are the, your first dance and you, you will take side class of dancing lessons pay money for it spend time on it how you are going to twist your waist and dance and all those you will spend time watching that particular dance and the way they did it and all that had catalog of of uh, uh, wedding designs and 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 uh, uh, what do you call it? The way they put the whole table, the cake design, the dress design, the flower arrangement, the everything. You would looking for catalogs to look for who can be a good uh, uh, what do you call it? Wedding planner. Everything you'll be checking all that. You have time to check it. Go on the net, Google, and look for all that and whatever. But you will not spend time Google. Go to Google and Google in marriage informations. How can I be a good wife? How can I be a good husband? How can I combine marriage with career? How can he be successful? How can I manage resources in my marriage? When I I get married, how can I marry resources? How can I take care of children? What are the challenges and the symptoms of pregnancy? When I get pregnant in a marriage, how will it be like? I mean, getting those informations and feeding yourself for that particular journey. But we will waste our time useless on making lists of who we are inviting into the, into the, to the wedding. And we have all the lists there and all the plan there. Now we enter into the marriage and we start facing the reality and it becomes an issue. Who is your coach in your marriage? We are having issues of parenting today because most people who are parents now did not themselves allow themselves to be taught what is parenting. And because they did not allow themselves to be taught how to be a parent, now they've given birth to children and automatically, what will they teach them? Because what you don't know, you cannot teach. Hello, are you there with me? There are people today when they give birth, they, they are even scared of holding their babies. Because they don't even know how to handle a child. Let alone bath that child. So there are a lot of issues that is happening now even in marriages because those people are offshoot of people who themselves need a training and they don't have the training and they'll be able to produce people mass production. They are in the market now. You pick them, take them home, whether male or female, and then there is a challenge in the house. The woman cannot cook. The man doesn't understand how to even become a man in the home. The man has rather turn like a baby. And the woman also doesn't know anything. So the two of them are in the marriage. A little thing, they want to kill each other. Because there was no example for them to really see. And neither did they have the opportunity of learning from someone who has been in it to be able to share. You need a Naomi in your life. That is the next commandment. If you want to have a successful and a fruitful marital relationship. You need a Naomi. 
And Naomi is an experienced person who understands marriage. Who knows what marriage is all about? Who knows how it feels like to forgive in marriage? Who knows how it feels like to sacrifice in marriage? Who knows how it feels like to be able to use resources in marriage? Who knows how it feels like to treat your in-laws? Who knows how it feels like to be able to treat your husband like a, a king and the wife also like what? A queen. You need an army. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? You need an army. The generation of today think I don't need anybody to instruct me. But you need an army. You need an army that will be there. Who understands challenges. And that army might probably not even be your mother. It might not even be your father. Because for the father, somebody get back to you. That's not mean that the person can be a role model to model you to who you are supposed to be. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because if your mom doesn't have it and your father doesn't have it to be able to impact what you are looking for, there are people out there who can help you with that. And you need to know it. Some of you, the people that are around your life as your Naomi's are your friends who themselves doesn't know anything. Oh, okay, I was a cabitrano. When he says you to tell him some. So you are kikebitra in school. The woman talks. Yeah, my friend told me that when a man talks, I should also reply. Then he posts and also give it. He said, When you go to this, Charlie, I did it too. Then give me five. You are going, give me five, give me five. Then the thing begins to wear away. Now the man is no more coming home early. What counsel did you receive? You need a Naomi who will tell you, No, don't do it this way. You forgive. Take this step. Talk to the person this way. Go around it this way. When you do it this way, it will work. Yes, it might be irritating, but ignore it. I try this. You do it like that. Go that way. Go this way. Go that way. If you hit to the instructions and you begin to practice, you get the results you are looking for. Because every marriage, relationship, that there is a challenge can be solved. It can be solved. If you get the right counsel, the right Naomi's in your life, it can be solved. You need a Naomi. Tap somebody and tell the person, you need a Naomi. The commandment of love. You need an Naomi. You need it. It might be a pastor. It might be anyone. But I'm talking about somebody credible. I'm talking about credibility. Somebody whose marriage is proven and tested. Are you following what I'm saying? It's a good example for you. Some of them, you might read about them. Even online. It might not be necessarily closer to you. But you can read about their stories. Some of them, you might even watch them on YouTube. Amen. Because of how they share or they do things. You can learn from them. You need a Naomi. When you don't even know how to cook. That Naomi can tell you. This is how to cook. So that your husband will eat food and be happy. If you don't know how to take care of yourself. Then Naomi will help you. About dressing and grooming. Most of the challenges in marriages today. Is because maybe the man doesn't know how to dress. The woman doesn't know how to dress. Even when you go to their home, they don't know how to set the house in order. The man is frustrated. They cannot talk. The whole place will be stinking. The kitchen and everything. Not that the man doesn't love the woman, but the hygiene aspects of the house or the hygienic aspect of the woman or the man is getting to each other. 
Am I talking to somebody here? You don't brush your teeth. You don't want to bath. Amen. You grow weird beard. You wear one singlet. Boxer shorts or Andy for a long time. Some of them will start to discolor and there are holes under. You don't care. Because when you were single, you live like that. And when you marry, the still you carry into the marriage the I don't care lifestyle. You need a Naomi to counsel you. You can't carry that attitude. Singleness or single life is not the same as marital life. They are two different things altogether. Hello? Some women cannot complain. They will keep quiet. But they don't like it. Some men also cannot complain. I mean, why should a man marry? And when you are having fun with your wife, you have to look sappo. Or sometimes you need to close your nose. Or lift your head up. Reason is simple. Because you have not learned how to be able to make yourself appealing. So it is not that a man doesn't want sex. It's the simple truth is that the man is not enjoying it. He has endured to a point. Now he can no more endure. And excuse me to say, we have just so many things to say is demonic. You see, let me, can I be real with you? Marriage relationship is like an empty box. What you put in is what you take out. Fasting and prayer cannot replace love. Love is practically demonstrated. Hello? Naomi could have told Ruth, fast and pray, and Boaz will fall in love. She goes, oh, Ruth, you know, Boaz is a relative. You take your time, lady. Have seven days fasting. Fast, pray, wait on the Lord. Do it diligently and Boaz will come and say, I love you. I'm not saying prayer does not answer that. But after you've prayed and you fasted, the practicality aspect of relationship, prayer cannot substitute it. In fact, if you don't know how to cook in your marriage and your salt is more and your pepper is high, it doesn't matter when you are going to you put the food on the table and you pray so the thing will change. So you need to learn how to cook. So that when you pray, it becomes an addition, an enhancement. You have to learn how to bath and get very good deodorants and perfumes. Let your bedroom look like a paradise. It's important. You can be on bed sheet for 10 days. The best it is not changed because all everybody is busy. It's good, no problem. But you know why we get continuous catar and cough? It's because of some of these things. Can you imagine? You let me ask you. Okay, can you imagine when you do a general cleaning in your own room and you you take off things, you sweep the room and everything? That day when you lie on the bed, how do you feel? You sleep proper, soundly. And then leave time when you have not done all those things. 
Anytime you get into a room, you are angry. Sometimes you get angry unnecessarily because the room is not even appealing to you. Oh, do you understand what I'm talking about? That's why it's even advised that sometimes once a while, even paint your room, change your room arrangement and everything. So that it's a stress level. It reduces even stress level. But we get so busy that our environment doesn't even care. And when we hear that visitors are coming, ah, that is where we get busy. And you see, carry everything under your pillow. You are looking for a place to go and hide it. Say, Coco, say, please, hold on, I'm coming. Before you open the door. When you were single, you were doing it. Your socks is somewhere you come from work in the sitting room, whether a lady or male or female, you undress there because you are alone. You walk in. You go and sleep till the next day. And now that you are married to, it's important for us to grow into it. Sometimes it's quite, it's quite challenging, I'm telling you. Are you understand what I'm telling you? It's quite challenging. We need to work on it. So he says, so I've given you one, I said what? You need what? Guidance. So you need what? And Naomi in your life. And then thirdly, which I've spoken on more, you need security. Tell the person you need security. Any marriage you are going in, check first whether you are secured. Love is not blindness. And love is not stupidity. Might be a hard word, but that is what I have to use. I couldn't get any other adjective for it. Hello? I said love is not what? Blindness. It is not, don't go into love with a blindfolded face. So I am falling in love. We don't fall in love. You walk into love. Because if you fall, you will break something. And a lot of people are falling in love. And because they fail, they are now broken. And those who walk in it, because when you are falling, you don't have control. But when you are walking, you have control. Is that not it? Anytime you fall, you lose balance. So already you have lost balance and entered into the marriage. How can you sustain the balance? He who is down fierce, <laughs> no fall. Amen. But when you walk into it, you are seeing everything. Your feet, you are controlling it. If you go this way, you bring the leg back again. Because you walk into it. Anytime you walk into love, you are able to control the love. You will find out certain things about love. Who is this man I am marrying? Who is this woman I am marrying? Because to have security in relationship, you need to know who you are going out with and who you are going to settle down with. There are people who have married strangers. They didn't know themselves. And now they are in the marriage and the real man is alive. He said, but that is not how I saw you. Yeah, you didn't know. You should have checked. But because you are in love and one of the things that is leading us now is that it is not love, it's sex. Once you see the body, you are attracted. If it's a man, the muscles, how cute the guy is. Charlie, the guy is cute. Hey! What even kills me is when he wears a suit and put on the tie. And, 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 lady, you know what even kills me? When he starts walking, you, you got to meet my guy and you will understand. 
And the guy also tells the friend, he said, Charlie, may two be papa. Hey, the lady I have met, if you meet the lady, you will understand. When, when you see her, you will not be able to even blink your eyes. So are you sure? I said, oh, Charlie. And one of the things I like is that when she opens her mouth and she's talking, even the way she takes her T's and Y's and A's and all this, it's like, it's like you are listening to her music. Foolishness! That is what we are looking at. Is that what you are going to marry? And the catwalk and the model of the guy and the muscles of the guy, child, I look at his muscles. I incidentally went to the house and he was not wearing shirt. And when I saw his muscle, say, Kai Bemenye, he, he'll be able to, incidentally, these are the things that leads us into marriage. There are people today when you ask them, why did you marry the person? They don't know. They don't know why they married. They just married. And if they want to be sincere with you, they looked at something about the woman or the man and that is what made them go in. Now they are in and nothing is working and they have a challenge. You need to have security. Think of security first before you think of any relationship. And here, if I'm talking of security, I'm not talking about, I'm not only talking about material things. Because somebody can have money, can have everything, but the person is not secured. Hello? I'm looking at security of a person who is, he is himself or herself. He's not emotionally reactive. He's not somebody who is not in control of his future or where he or she is going. The person might not have money today, but when you marry the person, you know you are secured for the rest of your life. Somebody might have money, but when you married him or you marry her, your life is not secured. Money cannot be a security. Are you there with me? Money is good, but it cannot be a security. We are talking about security here of someone who fears God, somebody who knows the Lord, somebody who understands and knows respect. And value. If a man does not respect you and value you, you don't have security. This message was brought to you by ICGC East Legon with Pastor Ismaila. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yawatempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. God bless you.